0: you tuning in to a very special episode today because Dominic Harrington, author of Building Expert Business Solutions with Zoho CRM, is joining us to dive into how we as CRM users can make the most of our software to enrich our businesses. Welcome, Dominic. We're absolutely thrilled to have you on the show with us today.
1: Good morning. Yes, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so deli- delighted and excited to be here today.
0: Perfect. So to bring our listeners up to speed about this shared excitement, I think it would be great to open out with your journey of being a software coach in the late 90s to being the founder of CloudSource, your CRM consultancy service.
1: Of course, since the late 90s, i would summarise by saying that I've specialized in helping business owners and managers to get the best value and results from their software. Um, I guess I always seek to inspire my clients to learn and adapt and succeed with adoption of business applications and one of my key skills throughout this time has always been explaining technical concepts to non-technical people in an easy to understand manner. Like my early years in software were spent in support, coaching, training and then implementation which gave me a great ground in everything that I do today. I was a co-founder of a field service management software business startup in 2011 which is now a successful multi-million pound turnover business and it employs 25 to 30 people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In 2015, I founded Source, which I developed to be a successful consultancy business and in which time we've helped over 300 businesses, adopt Soho CRM in the UK, across a wide range of business sectors with um, businesses ranging between one to 1,500 employees, with turnovers anything from 30k to 100 million pounds um, as a zaha development partner we've released released five applications on the zaha marketplace to date and we've got plans for more underway
0: perfect i think that's very impressive and uh, it makes me quite curious actually about uh, certain other aspects we live in an uh, era where certain companies have launched a streaming service for their users to consume knowledge In a format that's largely preferred video so why opt for a book versus publishing videos on youtube to transfer knowledge and inspire
1: thank you for opening with such a great question Um, let me begin by saying that the question assumes that we can only assume only use one format or another but personally i'd say that one complements the other and to become really proficient or expert in a subject then we need to be learning using a combination of techniques and formats For example, we need book plus videos plus practical experience. In my experience, videos are fantastic for watching an expert perform a specific task, such as creating a report or dashboard. If we are interested only in understanding how we can complete a task or series of tasks, then a video is perfect. However, imagine if we also needed to understand the why, the what, and the where to complete the next steps of our journey uh, and also the unknown unknowns then what we need there is something that goes much deeper than a video. We need something that explains the background, the context, and also gets the reader to ask questions of themselves that they will need to know the answers to, to help them understand what they need to do to progress. In a book, we can also share experience, best practice, and talk about real-life cases. In my opinion, this information gets lost in a video as we're conditioned to focus on the actual doing when we're watching a screen. Finally, I'd say that building a great CRM system for your business on Zoho CRM is a journey. In my book, we break down that journey into smaller manageable chunks and we guide the reader along each step along the way and it's easy for the reader to jump forwards or back to plan ahead or recap.
0: That's a great perspective on knowledge consumption. Video can't really kill other mediums of content consumption, even if it may be the most popular. Which brings me to the next question, actually. Uh, what, in your opinion, have been three major drivers in technology and business that have forced CRM to evolve over the last decade?
1: So in my opinion, the three major drivers in technology that have forced CRM to evolve in the, most, in the last 10 years are UX, or user experience, mobile, and the API, the application programmable interface. Mm-hmm. So we'll consider them one by one. First, user experience. Let's begin with a simple definition of UX taken from the Oxford English Dictionary, which is the overall experience of a person using a product such as a website or computer application, especially in terms of how easy or pleasing it is to use. I think it's fair to say that the CRM user experience in 2021 has evolved immensely since 2011. Or perhaps, I should say, for users of forward-thinking successful vendors of the future They have evolved and will continue to do so. Let's consider this context. In 2022, new graduates will have been born at the beginning of the century. They're the first generation that's been brought up completely in the era of high-speed internet, satellite TV, mobile applications. They spend their lives on mobile apps, YouTube, Netflix, Spotify, TikTok. They will not be coming into the workplace with the expectation of using spreadsheets, paperwork. Wasting hours collecting or dropping off paperwork at the office or other location.
0: And, and the rest
1: of the, working, rest of the majority of the working population, 22 to 50, they've been using some great applications at technologies in their own personal lives. And their demands to have the same experience at work as they do at home have become greater in the last sort of five to seven years. Facebook, Netflix, YouTube, Spotify, they've raised the bar when it comes to user experience. An expectation now is that when users are working they should be having a similar experience and the applications they use to conduct their day-to-day activities as the crm users now often include marketing sales operations and finance the pressure has been applied from all areas of business now on crm vendors and really i think the challenge is evolve the ux it's it's do or die
0: definitely
1: so mobile When Apple released the first version of the iPhone in 2007, mobile technology transformed overnight. I'd say this mobile technology has clearly been a key driver for the evolution of CRM in the last decade. Mm -hmm. A strong mobile app for CRM is a critical requirement in 2021. Users and teams need to be able to access, to update and interact with their data from any device and location at any time. Uh, Any CRM system that does not provide this will cease to be relevant. In particular, customizable mobile web forms integrated with CRM have transformed business process and in many cases we've seen it's advanced businesses by 20 to 30 years. Mm-hmm. And any business that employs mobile workers during the next few years that does not embed mobile technology and software at the core of their processes, they're going to be less efficient providing a worse service than those who have adopted that mobile technology. CRM mobile applications and the CRM integration with mobile applications have and will continue to drive CRM evolution. So right. API,
0: okay.
1: mm-hmm. the easiest way to explain what API does um, in layman's terms is just think of API as the bridge between two applications. As these API services run over the web they facilitate a user application A to pull or push data to application B in real time. So a typical example of this type of web service is an address lookup. So if you're completing an online shopping order when it comes to add your address, you'll enter the postcode or zip code, and then the API will search and find the full list of the addresses contained at that location, and the user just simply clicks on their address. It saves time for the user and it eliminates the chance of any data entry issues.
0: That's great. Yeah, I think you can elaborate uh further more on this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So in this example, the API improves the functionality and the user experience for the customer and increases the efficiency for the vendor. Mm -hmm. So what this means now is when it comes to API, there are two mission critical requirements for CRM vendors. One they need to create their own open API and that first class documentation to allow developers around the world to integrate with it. So that's the first one. Secondly, they need a marketplace. So this allows developers to produce applications that will extend the functionality of the system by providing ready-made integration to other third-party software applications and also a marketplace for users to be able to find these applications. Perfect. So, so, so to recap, the, the major yeah. three three major drivers for me in the last decade are user experience, mobile and API.
0: Perfect, Dominic. I don't think anyone could have summarized that with such depth and kept it as crisp. So Dominic, with over twenty years of experience helping businesses make the right software decision that works for them. Can you mention three or more points that you think separates Zoho CRM from other CRM solutions in the market?
1: So this question is actually easy for me as it's one that I guess all get asked all the time Yeah. also the answers are often validated by clients who will often refer back to these responses and say Dominic you remember how you said Zoho will be x y and z well mm-hmm. now we know what you mean you were spot on
0: okay so, that's great
1: So for me, there are four points that really help to differentiate Zoho CRM from other solutions on the market. Value for money, user-friendliness, comprehensive, intuitive customization, and Zoho One. So so first of all, value for money. When we compare Zoho Enterprise Edition with other providers with comparable functionality, the argument is is really simple. Some start from 120 pounds, others 71.60, 71.60, interesting price. And with one particular vendor, honestly, I gave up trying, working out all three of the different price plans. And, and at £40, pounds, Zoho CRM is a steal. Mm-hmm. So, so to put that into context, if we, if we considered a, a 10 user team for 12 months, yeah. we'd be looking at £14,400 if they go with the most popular vendor, mm-hmm. 8592 if they go with an intermediately priced option and 4,800 if they use Zoho CRM, 4,800. So Zoho wins every time in this category at this level.
0: That, that is so true.
1: Mm-hmm. So second main differential is user friendliness. So for example, you can have the best software application in the world with the most powerful features and tools, but if it isn't easy to use, it's just not going to be a success. It's as simple as that. Now, I've helped clients over the years migrate to Zoho from Salesforce, Dynamics, PipeDrive, HubSpot, Act, Insightly, Sugar, to name but a few. And some of the most common comments I hear from them three to six months into their new Zoho CRM experience is how much easier it is to use, how much more intuitive and user-friendly compared to their previous system. Got it. So, comprehensive, intuitive customization, so that's the third differential. So, whilst our CRM has 20 modules available to all users to, and the ability to create up to 30 additional custom modules with up to 300 custom fields, it really means that we can customize the CRM for a plethora of industry sectors. There are hundreds of business sectors for which we can easily tailor the modules and the fields for, which means we can create a solution that matches their business process and terminology perfectly.
0: Yeah.
1: However, other CRM users may hear this and say, yes, but we can do that with, with system A or system B. Uh, yeah. But I would say, ah, but how, how easily is this achieved in those systems? That's the mm-hmm. question. So not very easily, or all we don't know as we paid the consultant to do all of this for us. This is another differential for Zoho. Uh, And let me tell you why. So, personally, I've been helping clients understand implement a new software, as you stated earlier, for 20 years. I can categorically say that without doubt, in my experience, Zoho is one of the most configurable systems where that configuration can be achieved so easily and intuitively. Businesses grow, evolve, launch new products, services, people join, people leave. The CRM needs to adapt to support this. And the users have the means to make these changes themselves without hiring additional resources, then this is a huge benefit to the business. A future proof and cost effective solution. It's a big win win. Yeah, and finally, but no means least, Zoho One, all the other Zoho apps. As boldly claimed Zoho One is the operating system for business. And do you know what? Yeah, I, I believe this is true. So, So I have the privilege to work with serial entrepreneurs and successful founders that have already built, grown, and sold multiple successful businesses. And one of the things that they have in common is the unswerving belief and admiration that the Zoho One ecosystem is simply beyond compare. Now, personally, don't get me wrong, there are hundreds of competitors now in the individual markets of the Zoho One applications. So competitive we've got. CRM, forms, surveys, e-sign, campaign, social, stock management, bookkeeping, subscription. However, there's not a single other vendor in the world that has all of them and the ability to integrate most of these business functions into a single platform.
0: That's amazing, Dominic. I think um, like recognition from industry experts like you and business users is our real success. To be useful is our victory and thank you so much for stating such solid points on the most practical aspects of crm suitability and evaluation while businesses look to switch or start off with a software solution some companies uh, still swear by spreadsheets even if they are aware of better solutions because they can get work done faster even if it involves several unnecessary steps that's the power and pitfall of familiarity. How can this need to change be made smoother for a business owner who is neck deep in responsibilities? Is it always going to be trial and error? Some mistakes can cost the company its future. So what is your advice?
1: Spreadsheets are to the foundation upon which a lot was achieved for the last 30, 30 or so years. Mm-hmm. However, in 2021, sticking down now will definitely set you back. So so my advice really is, is to remember that Rome wasn't built in a day. We cannot expect a business to close one day, when technology and processes from say 1995, and then reopen the next day using technology that is already ready for 2025. That's a quantum leap of 30 years, it's just not realistic. Yep. Uh, unless we're making sci-fi movies, uh, that is, and then maybe we can do that. <laughs> yes. So. Instead, I think a business owner may pick a single customer interaction or business process one at a time, implement the new technology for that process, embed within the business and then move on to the next one. So for example, um, marketing, we could focus on, on, on purely generating new leads. Um, then we look at sales, we could look at how we follow up leads and then close deals. When it comes to operations. We we could focus on the delivery of our products and services, our after-sales customer service, and obtaining client feedback. When it comes to account management, we could look at maintaining existing customer relationships, managing renewals, upselling, and also cross-selling opportunity management. And then finance, obviously, we've got our core invoicing and billing processes. Breaking it down this way, we reduce the risk, we increase the confidence, and we transform our business in a structured and controlled way. So this is my advice to such business owners.
0: Quite apt. I'm sure we've kept the listeners waiting long enough for the details on the book. So let's dive in. Your first section about laying the foundation of a CRM in your book is the perfect example of the handholding required for struggling or confused users. Can you tell us more about how CRM providers in the market complicate the major building blocks of leads? deals, accounts, and
1: contacts? Yeah, so firstly, thank you for your feedback. I took great pride in the laying the foundation chapter book. A few years ago, I did come across older solutions, all the solutions where accounts and contacts were combined, and this is an awful mess. However, I understand now that most vendors have got those accounts, contacts, and also deal relationships sorted now. However, not all vendors provide a leads module. They go straight to deals, accounts, and contacts. And in my view, listen, this is a huge trick for two reasons. First, it implies that the users are interested in inbound inquiries only. There's no place to hold prospects or suspects. People that fit our ideal customer profile yet do not know of our products or service yet. Either the business will not be doing this prospecting or they'll be holding this data outside of the CRM, most likely within a spreadsheet on someone's desktop PC. The second reason is that not all inbound inquiries are good. Uh, Many are unqualified and may actually never become a qualified inquiry and subsequently convert. And also we have the the issue or the challenge of spam inquiries when we link our web forms to CLM. So therefore not having a separate leads module is going to fill your accounts, contacts, and deals with records that you don't want and and take some of of the focus away from the records that are of real importance to us. So this, this will hamper our marketing and sales efforts, which will result in lower conversions and, and lower sales. So I think a further flaw, major flaw with some vendors, however, is that they do not all have the ability to set fields as unique. For accounts and contact records, users may not always see that record already exists and, and they might create duplicates. And this causes major headaches to marketing, sales, operations and finance, and it can lead to miscommunication with customers. And it can also have an adverse effect on our relationships with them. For me also, many vendors that do not have a marketplace that will allow plugins or extensions, then they have no way of validating important client and contact data using third-party APIs. Personally, I believe this is critical and will ultimately make a huge difference in the reliability, the robustness, and the value of the data within the CRM. This is something that I'm actually passionate about as the heart of the apps we develop for Zoho Marketplace.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Finally, we, we have a huge difference in costs between CRM vendors that we touched on earlier. Um, yeah. If they're providing comparable functionality, then why do we have such a price difference, such as the ones mentioned in the earlier question? So users paying the higher vendor prices need to ask themselves, what are they getting for this extra cost? What mm-hmm. is the return? Is this premium support? What does premium support look like? Or is it just an eyewash? Yeah. CRM vendors that have complex and confusing price models or charge too much, they're overcomplicating the decision-making for business owners. And that's really slowing down business growth and their ability to transform and evolve their future business.
0: That is is precisely on point. Thank you so much for bringing that up, uh, Dominic. Yep. Uh, so my next question is: um, In a world that wants one solution for everything, integrations are a blessing. What, in your opinion, are some of the best integrations that complement Zoho CRM, and how?
1: Okay. So for me, the best integrations are the ones that are automating manual processes and or passing the button from one business function to another throughout the customer mm-hmm. lifecycle. So let me elaborate by giving some examples of automating business, oh, manual processes first.
0: Got it.
1: So exporting data from CRM and then importing into email campaign software. This is um, it's quite a common practice but for some users, but this is eliminated by integrating Zoho CRM with, with Zoho campaigns. It ma- delivers a massive efficiency gain and also gives feedback into the CRM from when campaigns are sent, which leads or contacts have opened or clicked the email, and even create tasks for the salespeople to, to give somebody a call or to follow up almost instantly.
0: Great.
1: So we, so we have um, data entry from paperwork. So this, this is eliminated by using Zoho forms to replace paper forms and then integrating them into the CRM to create or update existing records. This can save hundreds of labor hours not to mention the cost of paper and ink saved.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, so another manual process um, that we can automate is customer feedback. So when we replace paper feedback forms or other survey tools with Soho survey integrated with the CRM, this will allow us to automate the process of sending the feedback or the survey form and also collate all the results automatically. Uh, and provide the management with instant visibility of responses, trends and issues. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, electronic signature. So what, what I'm seeing now is a lot more businesses than say five years ago enjoying the benefits of getting quotes or proposals signed electronically. However, what they are doing is, is they're creating the document in the CRM or in Microsoft Word um, and then they're uploading it to an electronic signature platform to send to the client. So. So whilst this is better than asking them to print, sign, scan, then post, or email it back to you, it's still an ineffective solution. The best solution is Zoho Sign for Zoho CRM Marketplace Extension. This allows the document to be merged, sent, and tracked all from within the CRM, within a fraction of the time, and with a much better way of tracking everything without leaving the CRM. This really is a fantastic integration.
0: Glad to hear that, yeah.
1: So let's now consider some examples of handing over from one business function to another.
0: Mm -hmm. So we have
1: Zoho CRM to Zoho Projects. When a sales team closes a deal, we can create a new project in the projects so that the operational teams can start planning the delivery of the products or service. With Zoho CRM to Zoho Books, when the deal is closed, we can create an invoice in Zoho Books automatically using the native integration provided by Zoho, So this saves time and, and saves double entry of data. Okay. Also Books to CRM So the same integration. It gives us visibility in the CRM to the sales team of the outstanding balance in for clients, as well as their lifetime value as a customer. Now for account managers, this is really helpful information. Zoho Desk to CRM, this native integration this provides the sales and account management team real-time visibility of the desk tickets raised by their clients. So this gives the sales team a completely new perspective of their customer that they can use to plan much more effective and timely conversations with their customers. So I, I summarise there, I'd say the best integrations are those providing the bridges with de- between departments or they're replacing time-consuming, error-prone and labor-intensive processes.
0: That's excellent, Dominic, because, yeah, I I don't think we need integrations for the sake of integrations. And uh, you've touched upon things perfectly. Uh, As I skimmed uh, my copy of your book, uh, it was apparent that the heart of the book is towards the end with a chunk of interesting topics covered under effective CRM adoption. One that caught my eye uh, was Cut the Outlook slash uh, Gmail Cord it's true how Google is synonymous for search and Outlook or Gmail for businesses if you could highlight aspects of how to break away from ingrained habits without giving away too much it would be fantastic
1: sure um well indeed the section on effective CRM is is so important and personal to me I'm really pleased to hear this question actually um so So according to many studies, it takes an average person between 18 and 28 days to change a habit, pretty much a full working month for most people. So it's no coincidence that the first 30 days of uh, of adoption, they're so important to to the success of the CRM for a business. Some people love change, but let's face it, a lot of people resist or dislike change. But when it comes down to it, this is because the reasons for that change have not been effectively communicated. I think, having okay. thoughts about this, I think it's as simple as that. When you really analyse it, for example, if we step away from CRM for a moment, and um, when people swapped horses for cars, they they wouldn't be feeding the cars hay or, or roughage, would they? Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 drivers of electric vehicles. So we don't see them trying to fill the car with petrol or diesel either. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We don't see that. Of course not, because they were told clearly that their new vehicle needed a different fuel, a different type of fuel in order to function. This is tangible, it's visible, and nobody would ever need telling twice or to forget the difference. So so however, in the CRM, it's not so easy to identify why changing old habits is so important. And, And one of the biggest bad work habits a lot of us have is constant inbox checking. So looking for inbound messages that we often then have to react to. A survey by Adobe in twenty twenty found that on average workers are spending three point one hours a day sending and checking their emails alone, amounting to fifteen point five hours a week, and a shocking twenty-four weeks of the year.
0: That's that's nice.
1: So let yeah. me yeah, so so let me admit this is one of the hardest habits to break. However, imagine if you could automate the sending of some of those emails, some of the transaction emails, that would help reduce the time spent, wouldn't it? Yep so imagine also if our sales and customer service teams were notified only when an email from a client or a prospect had been received then we don't need to be constantly checking emails nor getting distracted by all the lesser important ones when we are there so another reason key workers check emails is from colleagues again we can reduce this by tagging our colleagues into a note in the crm then they can see this comment within their crm feed and again it's one less reason diving into that inbox and being distracted by all the other noise so if we can clearly explain what the new techniques we need to adopt are and explain why they're important and what the positive impact of change or, or the negative impact of no change is then we have a really good chance of developing new better habits that will get the crm to work better for them and for the business
0: that's that's perfectly apt and very insightful Um, Your take on uh, the early milestones was brilliant and almost like nurturing a child. Can you share your personal journey of uh, CRM adoption when you were first acquainted with it?
1: Yeah, firstly, thank you for that feedback. Those milestones are completely created from my own experiences Uh, and I love it when I explain these concepts to clients and I hear their silence and I watch them listing them out in detail. I actually recall an occasion last year when one business owner was so on board with this, he, he emailed his entire company almost word for word these milestones that same evening, wow. and mm-hmm. copied me in. So, so we know these milestones work. Absolutely. So, so my first Soho CRM adoption in 2014 was, to say, not successful, uh, not mm-hmm. so successful. Uh, and do you know what? My biggest mistake was old habits. Yeah. So, for example, I let me explain what I mean. So, I used to love using Evernote for all my work-related notes. It had a In like, fact, it, it I hadn't. do as well. <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a
0: really yeah. big habit to break.
1: Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and, and there's more as well. So bear with me. So, so yeah, I mean, Evernote. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, it's got a really nice user interface. Um, all the notes sync across all the devices. Um, what what was not to like? Um, I also, uh, well, I used to love using Google Calendar for my meet- all my meetings. It gave me the location data right in the meeting, which I then used for having the car. Just one click. Um, I used my Gmail for all my emails, and then I used Zoho CRM for everything else. Nothing wrong with that. I thought at the time, I'm working with some of the best software, software applications in the world. You know, go me. Yeah, I was, I was wrong. No, you know, and mm-hmm. um, after about two months of this, I noticed that I had prospect, client, and partner data in four different places, most of which I had to manually input, and none of these systems were integrated with each other. So basically, my customer data and expected to say, was all over the place. However, worse than that, this meant I was only spending about a quarter of my time in the CRM. Just a quarter yeah. of my time was spent in the CRM, so I guess it was lose-lose. Yeah. So when I realized this, I set, a, I set up about correcting it. So close mm-hmm. your ears. I ditched Evernote. Um, <laughs> instead, <laughs> I, I was adding notes and tasks in the CRM. Now, I kept Google, Google Calendar and email, but I synchronized both of them with the CRM. So it was really important to have that synchronization yeah. two-way. Uh, and then when I got my head around the automation capabilities of Zoho, I then automated as many of those outbound transactional emails as I could. And as a result of this, I was then spending two to three times longer in the CRM, and I was seeing those charts. I was, I was seeing the notifications and the prompts. And basically, basically, it allowed me to be a lot more efficient and proactive with all my client communication and customer relationship management. So the lesson I learned from this, is is if we live in our crm applications we really use it as a base for everything then we enjoy the direct and indirect benefits this yields now all my clients they get this lesson every single one um, however as for those milestones we we mentioned well well i'm afraid you'll have to buy the book for those i'm afraid
0: <laughs> well that is a great and fair deal so, uh, looking ahead with the ever-changing business landscape cradled in technology, how do you see Zoho CRM evolving, and what other features would be great additions?
1: Okay, great question. So, um, let me start with the suggestions for new features. So, for the marketing the marketing team, um, people when we refer to landing pages for websites, now to be able yeah. to to have that integrated with lead modules. Would, would give um, the users great visibility of the types of prospects, where they are from. And also, if we've seen that in relation to the landing page uh, insight, we'll be able to speed up then how, how, we can build the, how we can build the landing page, measure the effectiveness, and then learn from it, and then iterate. Um, yeah. So if I think we could do that uh, within Zoho, that would be a fantastic uh, feature improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to sales, um, if we look at um identifying highlighting training training needs for users that would be great so for example already now in the in, in the CRM we're seeing performance data on every salesperson um in, in several places you know lots of places hold this so imagine if the application could analyze this and then suggest what training would be beneficial to each user or or coaching um needed that would help yeah. that would surely yeah, help the best, this.
0: definitely <laughs>
1: Uh, and another thing that we, we get asked about, um, in terms of operations and, and customer portal, um, and I think it'd be great if we could see that that expanded, that functionality expanded, so that we could add branding, and we could customize it, we could maybe offer custom module support and integration with the CRM. For me, this would provide significant benefits to the customer experience and, and also relationship building. And, and it would give Zoho users a real competitive edge. Um, if we could do this without the time and expense of web development and integration. Definitely. So, um, I, I also, just a general point, I think mm-hmm. some enhanced integration with some of the key apps, so subscriptions, sales IQ, books, and surveys. The, the integration is, is really strong, but I think if we can continue to, to enhance we'll that, that as we go along, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that will give Zoho users even more efficiency and an, an agility, really, that would be the en- envy of their peers.
0: Perfect, perfect,
1: yeah. Okay, so now in terms of how do I see Zoho CRM uh, evolving? So um, I, I definitely see that we'll have increased use of, increased use of AI, artificial intelligence, um, which could lead to more personalization of content um, for yeah. prospects, customers, and users. Um, yeah. Very much like we see every day with Netflix and Spotify, um, yeah, so that's absolutely. that's one. Um, already we're seeing, uh, and I think we'll see even even more of this um, increased use of chatbots on websites, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe also within the CRM for users to engage with. So we're seeing a bit of that in Desk already, but it'd be nice to see that at, well, yeah, to Yeah, we have it our features as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, most of
0: it, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think these chatbots as well. So that. I think they'll be able to personalize the chat based on the data within the CRM. So for a first visit or a return visit uh, or any other interactions they've had. So for example, welcome back, Dominic. Could you have a question about ABC or is there something else I can help you with today? So real that's personal uh, messages uh, introduction mm-hmm. based on the data that's living in the CRM. Got it. Um, I see also that the number of apps will continue to multiply on the marketplace as we're seeing an increasing number of APIs being developed and released every year. So I think that's going to exponentially grow. Um, and and also I there's a few other ideas that perhaps I'll, I'll just keep on the wraps for now until we've developed them and released on the marketplace ourselves.
0: Definitely understandable. I'm sure they'll be as impressive and valuable as this conversation has been thus far. Before we wrap up the episode, we always play a game called "Truth, Truths and a Lie. I'll make uh, three statements and you need to identify which one among the three is a lie. Uh, these will be statements about industry trends. So ready whenever you are.
1: Yeah, of course. I uh, should warn you though that I'm very competitive and in fact banned from most games at home. And so, um, yeah, look, I'm ready. So yeah, you're fire away.
0: Better. <laughs> <Even better. laughs> Great. Okay. I will start with statement one. Uh, That goes as, yeah, uh, 91% of data in CRM systems is predicted to be incomplete, stale, or duplicated each year. That's statement one. Statement Mm -hmm. two, uh, AI and automation could lead to uh, $1 trillion in additional CRM revenues. And statement three, the top requested CRM features are lead generation and integrations. So which among the following do you think uh, are true? I could also repeat the first statement, maybe, and then you can respond uh, whether you think it's true or not. OK? Uh, yeah,
1: OK. OK, yeah, yeah, please Please repeat Please repeat the yeah. first
0: one. What's yeah, true? the first one goes as uh, 91% of data in CRM systems is predicted to be incomplete, stale, or duplicated each year.
1: Okay, so um, we do a lot of work um, with sort of helping clients understand um, the the quality of the data in the CRM at the moment. So yeah. I would have guessed probably about eighty percent, but okay. when you think about the incompleteness, then yeah, probably higher. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take an educated guess that that so one is true. Basically,
0: usable usable data is as less as <laughs> flip side of ninety one percent then. That's, that's an yeah. that, when you think about it. Yeah. How much yeah. is the item system? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think people will still use, I'm not saying they will only use the 9%, but they yeah, I, I think if we go back incomplete, stale, or duplicated, I think the incomplete is huge, you know. Um, and exactly. If you, so, and stale is huge. You know, people, people leaving businesses, mm-hmm. high turnover, churn of staff at, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick my neck out and say that the statement one that's is true. That's true,
0: right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It is true. Uh, so statement two, uh, in fact, AI and automation uh, could lead to uh, $1 trillion, uh, in additional CRM turnovers. What do you think about that?
1: Okay, so AI was one of my um, areas that I think is going to grow and not just me, clearly, okay. uh, and automation as well. So I think we're we're, we're definitely on a a uh, huge um, growth tra- trajectory in there. And um, I. so I, I feel like, I mean, I actually have no idea on that number. It's a big, it's a huge yeah, number, right? But a, number. <laughs> was, I've got to ask myself the question now,
0: you be, is, would you, you make that number up? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you would be surprised to know how much uh, businesses have grown during the pandemic, right? And uh, in fact, grown in the sense of needing a CRM. Um, everything had to just switch into digital format and, uh, you know, people just had to adapt. So, people were kind of forced into uh, adopting CRM systems and when you look at it, um, in fact, I picked the statement because it linked into statement one so perfectly Uh, because Mm. in Zoho CRM uh, when there are a lot of incomplete uh, forms or information and everything, it is, in fact, uh, Zia, our AI sales assistant that actually kind of uh, you know, sends out notifications, and you know we have smart forms, wherein if mm. there are incomplete fields, um, you know users are notified. So, the, the completeness of a, of a CRM data is such a core aspect of Zoho CRM. So, uh, when you think about how much AI feeds into uh, uh, that goal, it's it's humongous. Mm-hmm. So, I think you know, uh, in fact, uh, you'll be surprised that this statement uh is true as well that you know oh, right. actually be seeing crm providers on this much with just the addition of ai
1: to yeah CRM. no that's fantastic yeah no, i I get that and um yeah it was between two and three but i i i think um i consider the third one as well people don't come people come to approach me when they they've kind of already they've already got the lead generation um cracked you know they've got lots of leads and they're not managing them effectively and they're not following up all of them and they're not marketing to all the previous leads so so i, I think yeah i think maybe i can see i can see that uh the third one is, is false so, yeah as you, as you say it's so, false right yeah
0: um, yeah even though a lot of businesses like talk about new business uh, it's actually not lead generation and integration that come as uh, you know core uh, asks whenever they are focusing on CRM features. Uh, because um, in fact, you'll be amazed to know that uh, businesses have also been looking at the flip side of you know, uh, looking at the value of the existing customers that they have on board. So nurturing mm-hmm. and focusing on existing customer relationships, because the top features that actually emerge are contact management, uh, interaction tracking, scheduling, and reminder features, as well as pipeline monitoring. Uh, so this is, you know, closely related to also customer experience and uh, mm-hmm. customer satisfaction. So the other central features are uh, databases, you know, uh, centralized databases. So sales automation and email marketing integration. So this is all closely uh, linked to customer satisfaction. So it's great to know how, you know, markets, customers and products kind of educate each other. Absolutely. So, hence, yeah. yeah, hence you were spot on with Tate statement three so that is uh, the incorrect one but it's definitely Brilliant. still an ask <laughs> you know if you see a <laughs> lot of ad campaigns we always you know i mean everyone's making noise about you know close your uh, you know deals and you know kind of chase your leads but uh, yeah. actually speaking it is about you know contact management and managing that data within your crm system right that that kind Absolutely. of feeds into uh, your customer experience at the end of the day So it has been such a delight to converse and learn so much during this conversation, Dominic. So thank you so much for making time to join us and share your knowledge with us.
1: And thank you so much for having me. It's
0: been a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed our episode with Dominic Harrington. You can grab a copy of his book, Building Expert Business Solutions with Zoho CRM at a special discount using the link mentioned in the description box below. Follow us on Twitter at ZohoCRM to get the latest updates on the show. If you have any queries or suggestions, write to us at the email ID mentioned in the details of the episode. I'm your host Cassie and you're listening to the Zoho CRM Podcast.